Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to the Live Healthy with Leanne podcast. My name is Leanne, I'm your host, and I'm so excited to be chatting with you again today. I hope your day and week are off to a great start. I really hope I don't have too much of a morning voice right now because I literally just woke up, but hopefully it'll you know, smoothen out as the episode goes on. The weeks are truly flying by, and I know I say that every single episode, but I honestly love it. Like, we're almost at mid-February right now, and in about, like, a week and a half, I'm gonna be laying on the beach in Miami with my book and my drink, and it's just gonna be so nice. Last night, I actually hosted, like, a little Galentine's dinner party with a few of my girlfriends, and it was so much fun. I made, like, little heart-shaped mini pizzas and a little charcuterie board, and all the girls, whenever we get together, we always make a point of, like, we don't want just one person cooking and like doing all like the cooking and everything like that so we all will, will bring a dish and we usually rotate like somebody brings the drink somebody brings dessert somebody brings an appetizer someone brings a salad and then we also like rotate who hosts as well so it's very fair and very fun and this time it was my turn to host um and yeah it was nice to have lots of space as well because obviously you guys know I live with my parents now so I have lots of space in my house to host people so we're used to like being in our small downtown Toronto apartments so it's nice to be able to spread out and we watched a movie we made friendship bracelets it was just a really great time and nice to have time with girlfriends Valentine's Day is coming up it is on Wednesday I believe and to be honest I'm really not the biggest Valentine's Day person I really have never been I hate the idea of like society and marketing, you know, creating this day where you need to show your love for a person that you love. In my mind, it's like it should be done A, all the time, but B, when they really feel like it, not just on a random Wednesday. And even this past weekend, my boyfriend was saying to me, he's like, oh, I saw this cool restaurant place on Instagram I want to take you there for Valentine's Day and I'm like that's so sweet but like in my mind I'm like we're going to Miami in literally a week and a half I'm like let's save going out for dinner and save our money to spend when we're there like let's just make this a Valentine's trip and enjoy ourselves when we're there like I just hate feeling like we need to do something on the Wednesday night because it's Valentine's Day it's like, honestly, I'd way rather, like, I'm going to be in the middle of my work school week. I'd way rather just, like, order in sushi, have a cozy night. We can save our fancy going out dinners for Miami. But some people love Valentine's Day and, like, go with them. Um, I heard some girls talking in class the other day about, like, what their boyfriend's getting them for Valentine's Day, what they're getting their boyfriend for Valentine's Day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like... That could never be me, but like, go off. <laughs> I'd love to know your thoughts on Valentine's Day, so either leave me a DM, comment somewhere. I'm curious. Anyways, for today's episode, I wanted to do a little question and answer. I asked on my Instagram, on my stories, um, if you aren't following me on Instagram, Leanne Lives Healthy, um, but I asked if you have any questions for me, I would love to answer them. So I got quite a few. Um, I really did not look at them in detail. I kind of just wrote most of them out and printed them. Um, a lot of them were kind of similar, so I kind of condensed them into one question. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. 
The first question was just talking about my thoughts on self-sabotage. So I actually had to Google, I'm like, what even really is self-sabotaging? And it's honestly just, it makes sense, but it's behaviors that sabotage our best, you know, self. Um, So that could be like procrastination, it could be perfectionism, it could be alcoholism. Um, So obviously we all do self-sabotaging behaviors to some extent and to varying degrees, but what I think, at least I know for myself, it's important to like know kind of what triggers you and what triggers those behaviors to start so that you can be mindful about not acting on them. Also, I'm not really sure if this pertains exactly to self-sabotaging, but often when I think about like, you know, being kind to myself and treating myself well, blah, 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 I think about the cheesy and cliche idea of how would I treat my best friend? How would I talk to my best friend? Would I ever say the things that I'm saying to myself to her? Most likely, absolutely not. So when you are either doing self-sabotaging behaviors or you're putting yourself down or you are just, you know, not being kind to yourself, think about whether or not This is something that you would do or say to your best friend or somebody that you love. The next question was a frequent one and it was something along the lines of why did you move back with your parents? Why did you and your boyfriend decide not to live together anymore? Do you miss living with him? So I did a whole podcast segment I believe on this topic of moving back home with my parents so if you want the more detailed version I will leave that episode in the show note captions but the short version is my boyfriend and I lived together for about I'd say like a little over a year maybe a year and a half and it just got to the point where our lease well our landlord was raising our rent so that was already like red flag number one and b we both just kind of came to the realization that for this season of our life, we need to be choosing to save our money as opposed to paying rent. And like, yeah, like we need to put our egos aside and both say that we need to go back, live with our parents for, I don't know, a year, maybe two years, whatever it is. And then we can come back together and live live on our own together. For me especially, it was so hard balancing full-time school with working enough hours to pay my rent and pay all my lifestyle expenses because I still want to go and enjoy my life and go for restaurants, go to my workout classes. Like I, I love those things that make me so happy and I don't want to give them up. But it was coming to the point where I was having to give them up because... I had to pay rent, I had to pay utilities, I had to pay for my groceries, I had to pay for life as an adult. And yeah, again, I'm so grateful that I do have parents who want me to live at home with them, who encourage me to move back home with them, and who want me to save my money and to instead spend my money on going going on trips and vacations and enjoying myself. At the beginning, it was definitely hard and I felt kind of like, not defeated, and embarrassed, but I definitely did. But I have to think to myself, like I'm only 25 and I have the rest of my life ahead of me to be a full on adult. So if living at home with my parents right now is something that I've gotta do, then it's fine. It honestly has been so nice to 
be saving more money each month and just having more money to even just like, yeah, go to Miami. Like I probably would not be going to Miami if I was still living on my own right now because those thousands of dollars would be spent on my rent. So to answer like part B of the question of do you miss living with your boyfriend? Of course I do, but honestly it's different now and it's honestly fine. Like you just kind of, like as humans, we just like adapt to things. It's kind of crazy. We still do see each other so frequently. Like he comes over a lot. Um, it's totally like, I don't know. It's really not that bad. So no complaints over here. The next question is asking about my current workout routine. I'd say I work out five to six days a week. Two days a week I go to spin. One day a week I'll go to Pilates. And then the other two days, maybe three days, I'll work out from home. I'll do some incline walking on the treadmill and then maybe like a dumbbell strength workout from YouTube. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm at a really good place in terms of my workout routine. It's so not, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Strict. Um, I really just listen to my body. Even this morning I woke up and I was like, I have so many things that I want to get done. I am meeting my friend for coffee and a work date. I want to go to church. I have an other ship later. I'm like, I really don't think I'm going to fit in a workout today. That's totally fine. Honestly, if I can just get out for a walk, that would be amazing. The next question is asking how I balance everything. And for me, it helps so much to have a physical planner. Whatever kind of planner works for you, whether it's a physical book or maybe Notion or some sort of like online thing. I think it's so important to be organized with all your work and have everything written down, no matter how small or minuscule the task is. At least for me, in order to stay on top of all my work, I need to have everything written down. I need to physically see all the work that I need to do in the next week, in the ne next month to be able to stay on top of everything. Yeah, I really think that is my key to balancing everything is just staying organized and making a plan for myself, um, having routines, getting up early as you know best as I can most days, getting to bed at a decent hour, just so that I have enough hours in the day to accomplish everything that I want to. The next question is how to stop being a people pleaser. At least for me, and again, I can only speak from my own experience, each year that passes, so each year that I get older, I become more and more secure in myself, my decisions, my thoughts, my behaviors. So my people-pleasing kind of tendency goes away slightly each and every year, which I just love. And that's really just because I'm becoming more secure with myself. So really, I'd encourage you if you are still in that people-pleasing mentality is to really work on improving your relationship with yourself, with your thoughts, with your behaviors, and make sure that these are behaviors and thoughts and opinions that you're proud of and that you feel secure on because if you have that, then everyone else's opinion and you know what they think of what you're doing, what you're saying, how you look like really does not matter. The next question says, how do you feel when splitting the bill evenly when dining out with friends? So I'm assuming in this case, you know, we're splitting the bill in equal parts. Like let's say we're going out for dinner, there's six of us, we're splitting it into six equal parts. For me, I really wouldn't care. Even if let's say 
one friend ordered two drinks and I only ordered one. Like, I don't think this would really bother me if we split it perfectly evenly, even though what we ate, what we ordered wasn't evenly. What would bother me if is like, let's say this was happening very frequently. So say we're going out for dinner every week and this sort of thing was happening. Then I'd kind of start to be more strict of like, okay, well, why don't we just like, just pay for exactly what we ordered, something like that. Um, but just going off of the idea of this is just like a one-off occurrence, I'm totally fine with it. But honestly, my favorite thing, even when like going to a coffee shop with a friend, it's like, let's all just pay for ourselves because I hate the feeling of like, oh, somebody paid for me this time. Now I need to pay for them next time. Or, you know, I, it's like, no, no, no. Let's all just like grab our own bill and pay for ourselves. And like, there's no like, you know, oh, you paid last time, blah, blah, blah. Like, I just, I really don't like that. The next question says, what are your travel plans for the year? So as you guys know, I'm going to Miami in about a week and a half. We're going for five nights. Um, so that's my trip for February. And then I'm in school until May 2nd. So no traveling until then. But once May 2nd hits, my goal is to spend about three and a half weeks in Europe um, again, this is all tentative. Nothing has been booked yet. My boyfriend and I have just kind of started looking and planning, but we want to spend some time in Europe. We're thinking Portugal because neither of us have been there yet. Um, and then I want to go back to the south of France. I want to hit maybe Sorrento in Italy again. So yeah, just spending some time in Europe. I definitely will keep you guys posted on whether things get booked and locations and all the things. The next one says, how did you heal after ending a long-term relationship and finding love again? Uh, so my OGs will remember that I was in a quite a long-term relationship that ended in 2020. Um, so <laughs> I rarely talk about it because honestly, I just don't want to for the privacy of the other person and I don't know it was just like a different time in my life and also like out of respect of my current boyfriend like I just I don't know I don't like talking about it so I remember when we initially broke up and even like months afterward I'd be getting DMs of like what happened to whoever and I'm like oh my gosh like I, I kind of feel like I understand people who are in a relationship and who are online who keep that relationship private because, you know, you just, you just don't want to talk about it sometimes. But, um, yeah, so we, we broke up in 2020 and again, I want to be very respectful of the other person in this past relationship, but at least on my end, I kind of felt like it was going downhill for quite a while so when the actual breakup happened I feel like I had already kind of like healed and not really like moved on but like I've had I had time to process the ending of the relationship because I knew that it was ending for quite some time like I just it didn't feel right um so yeah it definitely did take some time getting used to because he was my best friend. We were together for like seven and a half years. So that's quite a long time. And I was very close with this family. Like not like that was honestly probably the biggest thing for me when breaking up 
was like giving up his family and like how close I was with them. And I, I really, really loved them. So that was hard. But, um, but again, I feel like I healed and I like mourned the end of, of the relationship much earlier than when it actually ended. So when it did end, I had already, you know, not like moved on, but do you know what I'm trying to say? And just to touch on the like finding love again part, something that really held me back from ending my long-term relationship was the unknown and really not knowing whether I would find somebody that I loved again. Because again, I'd only really ever been in this one long-term relationship all throughout high school, all throughout university. Like, so I really did not have much experience of like really loving a person. So I really remember thinking to myself, I'm like, what if I never find somebody? Like, this is a strong possibility. And I remember my friends saying to me, they're like, Leanne, of course you're gonna find somebody. And I thought, I'm like, I don't know, like, how can I be sure, blah, blah, blah. And then I found somebody. So take this as your sign, as your encouragement of if something doesn't feel right, if it's not perfect, if you don't feel like, you know in your gut whether you're making the right decision and you know whether that this is it or it isn't. And do not let the fear of not, you know, knowing exactly when or where you're going to find your next person keep you in an unhappy relationship because I promise you, you will find somebody again. You will find somebody that you love and that you care for and that you really are in love with. The next question says, would you consider moving somewhere other than Toronto? 100% yes. Pretty much every single day when I'm riding the subway on uh, the, you know, I'm on the TGC in Toronto and it breaks down and there's a homeless person next to me. I'm constantly thinking, I'm like, where am I going to move? Because I got to move somewhere. My boyfriend and I were recently talking about moving to Costa Rica. So that might happen. Um, as a teacher, there's so many options for Canadian teachers to teach abroad. I'm actually joining like a Zoom call for teaching abroad tomorrow night. Like it's like affiliated through my university. So I'm excited to hear the information they have. But yeah, I would love to live somewhere else. If you have any recommendations or suggestions of places that I should live, please send them my way. The next question asks about my future plans ranging from one, three, five, ten years from now. Honestly, in the next few years, I really just hope that I'm able to find a job or jobs that I enjoy that keep me fulfilled, keep me excited. And then obviously in maybe, how old am I, 25? Maybe by 30, I'll be engaged slash married. And then 33, ha start having some children. Ideally, I think I want two kids. So let's say by 33 and then 35, I'll have my two kids. The next question says, what is a wellness tip that you'd recommend to anyone? And my wellness tip for literally everyone is to get outside for a walk every single day. The next question is, what are my top three favorite books that I've ever read? And of course, they're all historical fiction. I really just am a historical fiction girl. So they are From Sand and Ash by Amy Harmon, The Things We Cannot Say by Kelly Rimmer, 
and The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. I think I read all these books during COVID. COVID was like my reading era. Like I read 53 books in 2020 and I read so many five-star books. Like I just feel like I've been spoiled. So now the books that I'm currently reading, I'm like, they just don't hit like they did because I read so many amazing books during that era of my life. The last couple questions, um, this one says, what is your favorite protein powder? The brand is Good Protein. I'll leave my little code in the description box, but I think it's Leanne30 will get you 30% off your first order. I truly love Good Protein. Like the protein powder tastes amazing in my smoothies, in my protein yogurt, in my oatmeal. It has no like weird chalky consistency. The taste is amazing. I absolutely love it. And the nutrition on it is pretty darn good too. So highly recommend checking out Good Protein. <laughs> the next question makes me laugh because it says dating app tips. And I literally was on Hinge for a couple weeks. So I really don't have that much experience, but the time that I did spend on it, like it was like a full-time job. Like, I don't know how these girls managed all these different dating apps and like being on them for long periods of time because it took up so much of my time having these conversations and like even just remembering, I'm like, wait, did I say this to this person? Like, I just, I'd have to scroll back. Things get jumbled. Like you just, you need like a spreadsheet or something. But um, I'd say my biggest, I'd say my top two dating, dating app tips are number one, obviously like, use photos that you feel confident and beautiful in and don't be thinking about like you know what would attract a guy just like truly be yourself my pictures were very much a reflection of me and i think that's what attracted my boyfriend to me because i wasn't like you know posing in my bikini and doing all these things to like gain guys' attention like i really just my profile was me like it was just cute and like you know wholesome I guess I don't know um, and then my second tip is really just to like not be playing any games I really didn't even know I was supposed to be playing games until I was talking to my current boyfriend and he was saying he was like it was so refreshing talking to you because there were no games happening and I said to him I was like I didn't know I was supposed to be playing a game um, but I guess that's in terms of like responding and like waiting and you know waiting to meet up with them and I really genuinely just did what felt right and for me it's like if I enjoyed having a conversation with them of course I'm gonna respond back ASAP because I want to talk to this person and you know my boyfriend and I we met on hinge and we met up in person like relatively quickly because I'm like okay like obviously I enjoy talking to you over text let's see if this works in real life like I think if my memory is correct we started talking on hinge on a Monday and we met up in person that coming Saturday because I'm like okay like let's just see if this works in real life my very last question says tips to enjoy the treadmill my number one tip and something that I love and like seriously look forward to when I'm on the treadmill is watching my favorite YouTube girls and I specifically save 
watching their videos for when I'm on the treadmill so that I have something to look forward to. I could never be one of those people who like just listen to music or even just listen to a podcast when they're on the treadmill. That's not enough of a distraction for me because it, it gets so tedious just literally walking on the treadmill with nothing to look at. So watching a Netflix show, watching YouTube, watching a TV show, having something to visually distract me while I'm on the treadmill is so, so important and it makes the time go by so fast. So with that, I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this little question and answer type thing. I will talk to you guys again next Monday. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye guys.